Chores. It was a beautiful day. The sun is bright, and there is a light breeze. Brent and I have started the day gathering all the eggs that is in the hen house. The hens are very protected of their little ones. I ask Brent to try to keep the hens focus on him as I gather the eggs. There is a rooster that seemed to stay out more than stay in. Derek and Willie are playing and riding the bikes. After Granny told them not to. Derek and Willie were to rake the yard and take the trash to the burning barrel. The others are inside cleaning, helping Granny fold the clothes and sweeping the floor. We only clean on Monday and Thursday so that the house can be pleasant for family and guest. Granny patient grows thin. Granny grabs the long thin stick that she keeps in the corner and proceeded outside and said, Derek, Willie, do not let me have to come out there. Do as I ask before anything else. Later that night, we all gather around that old wood heater eating potato chips and drinking Kool-Aid while we waited for Granny to tell us the story about the boy that refuses to do his chores. The story is said that there was a little boy named Billy. One breezy day, the birds and insects were singing in their own way, and Billy was playing with a rock as he tosses it up in the air while whistling, making his own tunes. On this day, Billy was to chop the wood and stack it under the shed, as his father had asked. Billy was this 13-year-old that dream of many unrealistic adventures. Let me explain, Billy dream of living on the moon. Being a superhero so that he could fly there someday. All that imagination as a teen. I saw nothing wrong with that. Some would say, what is wrong about a kid dreaming about the future? But Billy imagination began to consume him, and he became out touch with reality. Billy lived with his father. His mother died when he was ten. Her death was always suspicious because she fell and hit her head on a rock in the backyard. Billy's dad, Roy, was a mean man and people in the surrounding area thought he killed his wife. Roy always drinks, but after his wife died, he began to drink more and more and was angry with everyone. Billy's relationship with his dad seemed normal to most, but there was clearly a dark side of their family relationship. Living in the country, around no one like you, or the next house is miles down the road. I would think a mind like Billy makes him create his own society. The mind is full of space just like a computer hard drive. You can fill it with all sorts of things, some good, some bad. As for Billy, it took a dark turn and did not end well with him. Not that it was his fault. Granny has now come into the room and proceed to tell one of her stories. She begins by saying, you will want to do your chores after I tell you about Billy. Listen careful, Derek and Willie. Granny laughs. Billy was constantly asked to do his chores, but instead, he dreamed of flying to the moon. Becoming a superhero. Or being a cowboy that traveled the land near and far. There is nothing wrong with that, but... Children. Do your chores, do what your parents ask of you. On this particular day, Billy's dad asks him to complete his chores before going anywhere. Well, just like any other day Billy did what Billy do, dreams. I asks, Granny, what do you mean about dreams? 
What I mean is that Billy would just walk the ditch bank and walk along the creek and put off his chores until later. Roy did not like that. He would come by the house and asks, have we seen Billy? Instead of doing his chores first, he wanders off on an adventure to save mankind, Granny said jokingly. Well, this day, Billy saw something that he should have not seen. If you were to go down this road and see the house with the ponies in the pasture. Over to the left, there is a trail that would take you to an old abandoned farmhouse that was one time known as a place of horror. What you mean, Granny? asked Brent. I mean that you would hear all sorts of noise. It sounds like knocking and screaming. The man that owns the land has a no trespassing sign and he was often seen going there. That is when the sound of screaming would start. Your father said that the man that owned that house was not from here, but only would come to work on the house, and each time that he left, he had boxes on the back of his truck. Your father would be at the corner store where he would see the truck come down the path near the store. Billy must have stumbled upon that old abandoned farmhouse, because it is said that he was taken up into the air by a winged demon. Brent. You know what I am thinking? What it is time for bed, said Brent. No, silly. We have a mystery to solve. So that night, Brent and I thought about how we would proceed and the supplies that we would need. The next morning, the birds singing and chickens keeping noises, while the sun rose above the trees, Brent and I planned to leave the house once Granny is taking her daily nap. Brent told me that he saw no reason for this mission being a nighttime mission. I agreed, but said, you don't believe that story that Granny told, do you? Course not, said Brent. We go about the morning doing our chores, being silly, singing and dancing. Just doing what kids do. It is almost noon and I see Granny making us some snacks in the kitchen. I told Brent after we eat, and Granny is napping, we get the bikes before someone else does. We need a flashlight and a good stick. If this wing thing was to come, we going to beat its wings off and smash its head. No shotgun this time, we barely got away with it the last time. Then Brent said, the story about Billy was true. He was not ever seen again. I told Brent that he was right, and that Billy probably just ran away. After all his pop was mean to him. Granny has now gone to Lala Land. As she slept in her rocking chair. We grabbed the bikes and our backpacks. Brent had a bat and I had a big stick. We coast on down the hill toward the stop sign, but when we turned on the other road, it was all uphill, until we passed the house that had all the beautiful ponies. Brent begins to tell me a story about when he went and saw the man that owned the ponies, and was told, I will sell you one, just go out there and get the one you want, the man said. After running from one end of the pasture to the other end, I came to realize that it was no way possible that I could catch one of the ponies. Somehow I begin to believe there was no way in hell that I would catch a pony. And the owner knew it. We have reached the narrow path. The greenery was thick. We have reached the old abandoned farmhouse. Brent and I laid our bikes on the ground and went inside. The door was locked, but there was a window open. It was just an old house. Nothing stood out but the empty leader's jugs that was in the kitchen area. 
After going through the house, we exit on the back porch and saw what we thought was an outhouse. The door was partially open, flapping from the breeze. We open and saw that it had a hidden door in the floor. Are you going down there? Brent asked. Turn on the flashlight and have the bat ready in case we see a large rat or raccoon. I said. I am serious. Why are you not listening to me, said Brent. Do you rather me tell you that there is a crazy lunatic down there, and he is waiting to chop our heads off? I laughed. We open the door and take the broken stairs down into the hidden room. We were afraid, Brent behind me closely, and we were careful not to hit one of the beams, holding up the outhouse. It was clearly not an outhouse, but an underground lab. Over in the corner was something that looked like a pot-belly stoves, with a pigtail pipe coming from them. There was at least six of them. On the table are maps and diagrams. Over here, I said. What is that beneath the dirt under the old table in the corner? Is that what I think it is? Brent came over and dusted off the object that was under the table, and what he saw was a skull. A human skull. I said that it was time to go. We will report this to the police. Then I said, Brent, check this out. These are diagrams on the table that show a picture of a mechanic wing creature. We did not understand the math that was on the diagrams, but we did read this word, D. R. O. N. E. The police came, and police trucks came from another county. The skull that was found that day was of Billy. The kid that has been missing for years. It is said that Billy stumbled upon something that day, and was killed intentional or unintentional. Those pot-belly stoves turn out to be steels, moonshiners. This was the first drone, and it was probably used to take his clothes away, to the highest tree in the area. Brent and I said that granny stories are real in nature, and I said, all stories can be explained. Good night. But the night was not over. The man in the truck has been watching us all the time. As we left the crime scene, we got back onto the main road, and when we turned on our road, a truck was behind us, driving very slow. Brent and I begins to paddle our bikes as fast as our legs would let us. The truck went on to pass us, but gave us a look like he could kill us. He hit his brake light. And that is when I was able to see his tag numbers on his plates. What was odd, his truck had government tag on it. We knew the area, so we ditch our bikes and ran through the trees. Brent was saying, Lord, Jesus, oh my God. Please. 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 I wanted to join him. We were very frightened. We did not want to look back, but I had to turn, and I can still see the truck with his foot on the brakes. We ran until you could not see the road anymore. Brent and I caught our breath as we sat beside the old oak tree. We were afraid, and the sun is sitting. We heard a noise in the bushes. I picked up my big stick. Brent, where is your bat? I left it on the bike. Get something. I said. In the bushes was only a baby doe. I said, we need to go back to get our bikes, or we are going to be in trouble.
Once we got close to the road, we did not see a truck. We got on the bikes and paddles as fast as we could. And when we got home, we put the bike out behind the hen house, while we tried to ease into the house, but Granny was waiting. Granny, we were just playing. We were looking for Indian heads and wild strawberry along the side of the road. We kinda forgot the time, Granny, but we are here now. I said. Granny said, All right, I know you too. You have better not got into any trouble. I told Granny to look at the evening news. Wow, what a day.